Hey, hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mom A Lot podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all things mom with a focus on lifestyle, parenting, clean living, working from home. We talk about the ups, the downs, the heartfelt, the crazy, and everything in between. I'm your host, Jamie Lee, mompreneur, wife, and mother of two awesome little boys living in the great state of Iowa. Today, we're talking with one of my favorite people, my friend, Jessica Milo. I had the opportunity to connect with her on Facebook Live on the Mom-A-Lot Facebook page. If you didn't have an opportunity to join us, I invite you to join us on this recorded version. During that interview, which you're going to hear in just a couple of minutes, we talked about a topic that I think is so relevant for moms, and it's it's a topic that I think doesn't get talked about enough. It's the topic of how to do more with less, how to actually have more in your life by cutting some things out and actually doing less. It can sound kind of crazy, but trust me, I've had to go through this process. My friend Jessica has gone through this process, and she's such a delight. I'm so excited to introduce you to her. So hang in there as I introduce my good friend, Jessica Milo. Hey, hey, Mama Lot is brought to you by the great website, MamaLot.com. If you're enjoying this podcast, then head on over to MamaLot.com and show your love. Today, Jessica and I are going to be talking about a topic that I think relates to a lot of moms, a lot of women, a lot of parents in general. But before we get to that, I want to introduce you to my dear friend, Jessica, We've been friends for, gosh, what has it been, like two years now, something like that? Yes. Yes. It's phenomenal. It doesn't feel like that. Um, So for those of you who don't know us, right, Jessica and I, we were connected through the power of social media, and we first hopped on the phone together like two years ago, and we just connected. It's been an awesome experience, an amazing friendship, and Jessica, I'm just so blessed and honored to have you in my life, girl. Oh, thank you. Likewise, likewise. Yeah, so Jessica, I'm going to let you kind of take the reins a little bit and let people know who you are and um, maybe introduce our topic a little bit this morning and how it's it's um, it's in your heart, right? Sure, sure. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for joining. I am Jessica Milo. I live in Grand Junction, Colorado, many states away from Iowa, where Miss Jamie is. Um And I'm very grateful for the power of social media, because if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Um, A little bit about me. I'm married. I have two kids. My youngest is four. I have three kids. I should correct myself. I have three kids. One's just not in the house right now. He's 23. He's out on his own. So it's not like I'm parenting him anymore. I have a 16-year-old boy. He just got his driver's license. It's good. And then we also have a four-year-old little girl. That's going to be turning five very soon. And life is just moving and grooving. And I have a health background. I've been in the medical industry for, gosh, 20, almost 20 years. I hate to say that because then it's like, oh my God, I want to see how old I am. (laughs) Um, I know. Let's just get it out. It's fine. Um, But the beauty is, is like 
two years ago, I started shifting and doing a lot of personal growth and personal development and just wanted to make a change and do something different. And I felt like social media was a great platform just to give. And I hopped on the train and just the hustle mode, let's go, 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 go. And then realized back in April, just a few months ago, okay, it's time to slow down. We were on our way to Denver to go to Frozen on Ice. I had my niece and my daughter in the car. And it just hit me. It's like, holy cow, like I, something has got to shift and change. And Jamie and I have had, you and I have had this conversation about, you know, you being present with your boys because your youngest was going to start kindergarten this year. Mm -hmm. And so really being intentional about that. It's like, wow, you know, she does have a lot of truth and value in that. And so I did, I pulled back in every different facet of my life. And, you know, we moved out to the country three years ago and I'd never even experienced or cherished or appreciated any of it. And this summer, I actually found a honeysuckle bush in my front yard that I had never knew that I had because I slowed down. So that's that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about was just the power of slowing down to launch forward. Because sometimes when we're just go, go, going, we don't appreciate or even stop to smell the roses. And they, you know, where that coin frame it, phrase is, you know, take time to stop and smell the roses. And I really am appreciating that phrase a lot more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's something that everybody can relate to, Jessica. I love that you called it hustle mode because that's what you feel like you're in is that you're in this state of, of go, 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 whether you're a mompreneur like you and I are, or whether you're a working mom or a stay-at-home mom. I feel like we can all relate because we're hustling in some way, whether it be we're working really hard in our business or we're working really hard at work or we're working really hard in our kids' activities and their sports and things and making sure they have everything they need. And it can get to a point of overload and overwhelm and just a huge weight. And that was really significant in my life as well. When we had that opportunity to talk in April, and we were both in that same space of, yeah, <laughs> this is getting to be too much. And this yeah. isn't really what I had envisioned for my life. And I, much like yourself, I felt like I was missing out on certain things with my children and when I was present with them, I wasn't actually present with them. So take us through what you did, Jessica, to really start being present in your life and just slow down. Because I know for a lot of people, myself included, that's the biggest step, right? That's the hardest step is mm -hmm. recognize it. But okay, now how do you possibly wade through this? And, and really take those steps to slow down. So what did you do? And how do you tell a go-go-goer, a hustler, to slow down? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Like, it's like, like it's you, know, you want to train and get going on the train to go. And it's, it's difficult for them. It's hard to get the hustler to slow down and pull back. Mm -hmm. We went on a family vacation yeah. in July for 4th of July. And we were just relaxing and just honestly doing nothing, which is what we, sh what we should be doing. I mean, just taking time to ourselves and just relaxing, not looking at the time, not letting the clock dictate what we were going to do for the day. Mm. But it really, yeah. really annoyed me that we weren't getting out of the house until like two o'clock. Cause I'm like, we just <laughs> wasted six hours. <laughs> yeah. I can understand. There's so much to do. <laughs> and my yeah. husband looked at me and he said, can you just be? And I'm like, Ooh, can I just be? Hmm. Big question. Oh, let me think on that for a minute. 
<laughs> when the people that love you the most know what you're trying to do and are trying to guide you and remind you that it's okay to just be. It's like, okay. It was just like a gentle, swift kick in the rear end. It's okay to be. It's like I needed permission to just be. And that was the hard thing for me was just, is it okay for me to just be? Is it okay for me to just be a mom and a wife and nothing else? Is that okay? And it's, why do we need the permission? We need to ask the permission from ourselves. And I think what a lot of, I don't want to speak to everyone because I feel like if we say always and never and everyone and nobody, it's those are words that don't, they get lost in translation. But I feel like a lot of people can relate to the fact of just being able to stop and slow down and giving ourselves permission to say it is okay. It is okay. And it is okay for us to be ourselves and know that we're enough, even if we're not doing X, Y, Z, because I feel like that was part of it too, is my enoughness. I was questioning, is that enough? Of course it's enough. God had me here. It is enough. You know, what I'm doing is enough. Absolutely. I love you. I love you. And knowing that you are enough. I think those are really huge things that a lot of us can relate to. Um, one thing I started asking myself, and I think we've touched upon this before, is would I do this for my kids? So let me give you an example. You know that in October, my kids and I have been sick the whole month, right? Or we talked about that. Um, yeah. So what I noticed in the process of slowing down, right, is that uh, when my kids were sick, it was okay for them to stay home. It was okay for them to be in bed. It was okay for them to get pampered. But when I was sick, do you know the first thing that popped into my head? Go. What, what, what you know, get to work. And it was when I asked myself, okay, wait a minute. I want to do this to my kids. Why am I doing this to myself? And I actually allowed myself time to be in bed during the day. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I haven't yeah. done that Yeah. So I'm sure you can relate. There's lots of those moments probably that you've had as you started slowing down where it's like, okay, this I'm slowing down. It feels weird to me, but it's really adding value to my life and how I feel. Oh, yeah. I mean, just taking those, I mean, genuinely taking the summer months to myself and not necessarily being in a business-minded mode, it was difficult, but it was so good. It was so needed just to slow down because then you take the time to breathe in the fresh air, to listen, to be still, because if you take that time to be still, you can hear where you're supposed to be going, you know, your higher power, God, universe, whatever you believe in, like, if it takes time to listen to that, and it will guide you to where you need to go. And so I would say, end of July, my now business partner approached me and said, Hey, Jess, we just got back from a retreat at the end of June. It was so nice, because a lot of our other retreaters were working on their businesses and doing these things. And here her and I were just focusing on ourselves and our family and like, how can we be more present in our family? And we had a couple words being simple and easy and knowing that there's plenty out there and there still will be plenty out there when it's time. 
you know, so she had approached me and she said, Hey, we need to, I would love to collaborate some things with you. And I said, okay, only if it's easy, only if it's easy. Yeah. And let me tell you, everything that has happened in the last several months has been easy. And so I feel like that's just another nudge from God saying, this is what you're supposed to be doing because it is, it is easy. And that's the beautiful thing. It should not be a struggle. It shouldn't be um, something that you have to really question, like, why is this not working? You know, I feel like that's where, that's where the frustration comes in is because maybe that's not what it's supposed to be. Maybe you're not supposed to be doing those things. Maybe taking the time to sit back and reflect and just listen, what am I supposed to be doing? And so letting him catch you. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I love that tuning in and listening, right? And really, what are you supposed to be doing? And I love that you say um, it's it's easy when you're on the right path, right? Not that there's not work involved, no, but no. The, the work feels easier and it feels lighter because it's so right. So when you first started um, kind of tuning into and listening as to what you were supposed to be doing, what were some of the things that you that you um, did to make that easier on yourself because I think you and I were so much alike and that we are go-getters right and as you said and touched upon earlier it is challenging for that mindset to take that break so what were some of the things that you did to really train yourself to get into that mode of listening what are some steps our viewers can take you know for me it was taking the initiative to mow the lawn Mm-hmm. This is something so out of the box. So we have we have some property. We have a lot of lawn, <laughs> and my sixteen year old was mowing the lawn. And I said, "I think I'm going to do it this week." And he's like, "Okay." So here <laughs> I am. We have a riding lawnmower. So I'm serious. We have a lot of lawn, and I plugged in my headphones, turned on a book, and I'm listening to a book. And I'm like two and a half hours of just me, and it's uh-huh. listening. To the book. Sometimes I would turn the book off and just listen and reflect and just look around. And, you know, so that was intentional. So I took over mowing the lawn every week. And now I'm sad because I'm not mowing the lawn anymore. So I'm going to have to find something else to do. So I can tell you what I have done in replace of that. Um, but also just getting up in the morning and starting each morning in a moment of meditation or prayer or devotion before I even pick this thing up and check Facebook and the news or anything like that. So I always start with gratitude. I start with gratitude every single day. And there's so many things to be grateful for. And I feel like when you start with the daily gratitude, it just opens your eyes to so many different things throughout the day. You may have some roadblocks, but you're going to find the blessing in them. And what I mean by that, I was just telling you just a few moments ago before we started, my sitter gave me two weeks notice on Monday. Mm-hmm. And to, to a lot, that would be like, oh no, now what am I going to do? You get into this moment of panic. And I'm not going to tell you that I'm not in a panic mode, but I'm really not. I just know that the right person is going to come in. Mm-hmm. I know that she isn't just dumping me because I know that what she's doing is best for her family. And so I told her, do what's right for you. Cause that genuine, I mean, I'm being very genuine. I'm happy that she's doing what she's doing. I'm grateful for the services that she was able to provide for me, but you just find the blessing in the things that normally would be a hurdle or a big speed bump and be like, wow, you know, so it just changes your mindset and mind frame of where you're going day to day, you know, cause life is not always ponies and roses. 
However, you're going to hit the, the dragons and the, the slayers with some with a little bit more armor on, and you're, you can handle those things. Yeah, yeah. Everything works in my favor. So anything that would come into his life, he would tell himself everything works in my favor. And I would have that and my kids have adapted that and you have that in your own twist and we're able to but if you have filter in our brain, because everything runs through it, whether we're aware of it or not, when we can run it through that filter in such a positive way, mm-hmm. then it's not right. And you can see the positivity of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I love that we talked about gratitude also. That's what that mm-hmm. is. It's November. We've got Yes. Right. Even though the department stores wouldn't, you wouldn't know if I walked in there, that it's Thanksgiving, it's like Christmas. But um, <laughs> what are some things that, that you do for gratitude? That's, I like to teach on gratitude, and one of the biggest obstacles in helping people um, get in a grateful space is they immediately think of, I have to write in a journal every day, and I do have things that. So I'm curious if you have any simple tips of gratitude that people can do daily or weekly. You know, a friend of mine, we were talking about journaling the other day, and she said there's power in writing things down. There's actually, of course, she used bigger, grander words than I'm going to give you, but there's something in your brain where you, when you are genuinely writing it down, it's something about an embracement. It's something about, um, I cannot remember specifically what it does in your brain, but it does something in your brain and it shifts. It helps you shift your mindset, just writing it down. Because I told her, well, I can just voice it. I can use voice memo. And she goes, no, Jess, there's a lot of power in just writing those things down. And then visually seeing it written down on paper, you know, coming back to you, reflecting back as you're reading it again. So, I mean, you don't have to start with 10 things you're grateful for every day. But I mean, if you just wrote one thing that you're grateful for, um, I start in the morning and then I'll also right before I go to bed, just think, okay, how did the day treat me today? What's one thing I'm grateful for? When we sit down at dinner every single night as a family, we do our best to have family dinner time. And I know that's hard for some because you've got activities and sports, but even if you dedicate two dinners a week, even if you've got all this stuff going on, but if you dedicate two dinners a week, and even if you're out, like if we're out to dinner, we still do this. Um, what was the favorite part of your day? You know, we'll go around the circle. What was the favorite part of your day? Or what are you grateful for? You can you can ask it in a different way. But it really highlights the positive that happened in the day. And it just starts that conversation. And if there was something bad, you know, you can talk about those things. It's okay to talk about the bad. But we also bring out the light in that or the blessing in it, you know, trying to reframe it. Because it's hard for kids. That's a lot for kids too with social media with kids right now too. I think about my 16 year old. It's totally different than when we were kids. We didn't have all this stuff. It's a whole other topic. But at the same time, like say like say there was something that happened. It's like, okay, well, it's probably an inner reflection of something that's going on within them. And so it's to you. So maybe you go up to them and just say, how are you today? You know, tomorrow starting the conversation and my son looks at me come on Jess like really I'm like it's just a thought it's just a thought so just turning just it's always a reframe for us I reframe a lot of things <laughs> I love it well that's what it's about isn't it just 
getting it in the proper proper frame of mind for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, so good. Such good stuff. So, um, Jessica, is there anything that you would like to to share before we part ways for today? I know it's it's Thursday and it's Thursday. Um, yeah, it's um, Thursday. <laughs> before before we part ways, and then I'm going to let people know how they can find more of what you're up to and also more about Mama Life as well. Sure. I just, I love what you are doing. I love what you're doing and bringing women together and highlighting different facets of being a woman and being a mom. So thank you for having me here. I want to just thank you because there's so many women that are out there that have a story to share or just have a piece of the puzzle to share. And we may not all be entrepreneurs. There may be a mom that's just doing her thing. And the fact that you're touching on those moms too, that they don't have to have a business. So I just want to honor you that you're touching everybody in this circle. So it's so good. So, so good. Um, So much. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. You just, you have a beautiful, beautiful heart. And I'm just happy to be connected with you. So along the sides, uh, alongside of pulling back so that you can launch forward, the end of that story for me has been, my business now is far superseded what I was doing last year and I'm doing a fraction of the work. <laughs> and it, and it's so crazy to, to hear that because I know people had told me that last year and I just did not believe it. I did not believe it at all. Well, I but think with that hustle mindset, like we are, you just can't comprehend how that's possible. Right. Yeah. I remember going through that as well. It's like, okay, how is that even possible? You do less work and get more out of it. Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'm super blessed to be, you know, locked arms with my business bestie, Brooke Ogle. And we just, we've launched the Unveiled Bride Tribe. And we're just moving and grooving in that space. And it just feels so good to do just like you're doing, you know, bringing women in and letting them tell their stories. And we really are here because love is love is love is love and everything. You know, there's so many things in society and even on Facebook scrolls and feeds. And we just want to be a light and bring positivity into the world. So that's what we're doing. Uh, I love that. And I love what you and your business partner are doing. You're creating this amazing space online. Um, they can find you on, anyone can find you on Facebook. Like you said, the group is Unveiled Bride. Um, just a phenomenal Unveiled Bride Tribe. Unveiled Bride Tribe. another word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really it's really awesome you and, you and your business partner have the biggest hearts and you've got such tremendous vision you're creating a really awesome space there and some exciting things that are coming up that i won't share because i know they're they're i'm not quite yet public but they're super exciting <laughs> <laughs> they're coming out very very soon stay tuned yeah. there's some good stuff coming up on Fridays within the group, we do something really fun. We pull truth bombs. So if you want to know what your truth bomb is for the week, that's always a fun thing just to wrap up the week and celebrate and just see, just play and have fun. So right, that is fun. And that's uh, and Friday's tomorrow. So anybody can hop in there and join in. And yeah. So, um, and if you want more, if anybody wants more on Mom a Lot, obviously head over to momalot.com. That's where this interview is at. And Jessica, we will link to your group as well. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness. Thank you.
Hey, thank you so much for joining the Mom A Lot podcast today. If you got value from this podcast, be sure to share it with another mom you know, because sharing is caring. It sounds cheesy, but it's totally true. Anyway, hey, also check out the momalot.com website and blog and get connected over there. Check it out. Send a message. Let us know what you think. Hey, also, I'm sure by spending time with Jessica Milo in this interview, you can see why I adore her so much. You can find Jessica in the Unveiled Bride group over on Facebook. Next time on the Mom A Lot podcast, we will be diving deeper into the topic of gratitude. With Thanksgiving right around the corner, I feel like this is such a good time to talk with our kids about gratitude. But I don't know about you, but I've also, I've, I've just found it so challenging in the past to get my kids to really understand gratitude. I mean, come on. <laughs> How challenging is it to teach that to a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, right? Kids of any age, it's just a challenging topic to grasp. Heck, let's face it, as adults, it can be a challenging topic to grasp. So as you know, I'm an internet research junkie. I've dug in and I've gathered some really great resources that I think you are going to love on the topic of gratitude. I've tested them out with my own children. Yes, I'm using my kids as guinea pigs, as I do so often for this podcast and this and this blog. But hey, it's all for the greater good, right? So I'm going to share with you next time on the Mom A Lot podcast some of the things I found out that actually work. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.